0: Our, our, LSU, boom! day recap. Let's go. We are chatting each and every recruit that was a part of LSU's class today. And is Trey Des Green, the clear cut best player in this class. We're going to talk about him. Brian Kelly spoke very glowingly of him today. So obviously this was a massive day for LSU for this reason. Nothing happened. Absolutely nothing positively, nothing happened. LSU had 27 players committed to the class and all 27 signed. No drama. Absolutely none. That obviously is a big takeaway. It's also a big takeaway that even though LSU didn't have a top 10 class, it looks pretty good, right? They're just outside the top 10 and Look, LSU is in the spot to get inside the top 10 if they're going to be able to land some of these other recruits that they are going after, including an offensive lineman by the name of Cohen Eccles, okay? Dominic McKinley and Terry Bussey are still on the table, and they're both five-star recruits. So it's not the end of the world. They still could get into the top 10. But I wanted to start today's live stream chatting about the single biggest takeaway from today outside of LSU having zero drama is the following and i'm going to let brian kelly himself tell you what you should take away from today this is via lsu sports um,
1: rate them so, you know where are we after three recruiting cycles we've uh, brought in 64 uh freshmen into our program i think know i've said this um since i got here we're going to build this program on freshmen um last year you know we had to um bring in a number of transfers because that was necessary for where the program was this year we brought in two so you can see the the shift and transition towards developing our players um giving the opportunity to grow within our program and then we have to put them on the field. Um, we had some young players that have to play this year, and there's some growing pains that go along with that. But um, I'm committed to um, that growth and that, that that kind of development, and I think in the long run uh, it proves to be the way to championships and continuity and consistency within your program. Um, you know, I think some of the, you know, things that are also um important to point out is, um, you know, from a position breakdown, we've got great balance, offense, defense, uh, you know, special teams. Um, again, uh, I think that, you know, when we talk about recruiting, where's your focus? Our focus is on the state of Louisiana. Our focus is on freshmen. Um, and our, and our focus is on, um, a well-rounded student athlete that recognizes the value of a degree from LSU and wants to play for championships. And so that will be reflected uh, in this class.
0: So why do I play that? You notice one thing LSU has not brought in. Not a single flashy transfer. Not a single one. Okay? Okay. Xavion Thomas, that is a Louisiana guy. This guy really wanted to be here. Jordan Gilbert, Louisiana guy from Baton Rouge, played his high school football in Baton Rouge, really wanted to be here. A.J. Swan is the only flashy transfer that LSU has brought in. Do you really believe LSU does not have the money to go get a big-time Transfer portal linebacker or big time transfer portal um, receiver. They do. But Brian Kelly was sick and tired with how the overall transfer portal players for LSU performed last year. And I think this recruiting class is also a hard reset, right? They are trying to do exactly what he just said. Freshmen building. Through freshmen. Okay. It is wild to see that. Okay. Now, do I fully agree with that? I think you got to go get some portal guys. There are some very talented portal people that would take LSU's defense in particular to the next level. But Brian Kelly's actions matched his words. And that was really telling today brian kelly didn't want any drama field players no drama today okay this class will forever be known as the mary j blige class no drama in my life don't need it bring in the culture bring in the state of louisiana 23 of 27 players from louisiana or texas okay Very good stuff from BK and his staff. Now, what I like, some of these flashy out-of-state five stars, you betcha. That would be awesome. But the truth is, this recruiting class was very solid today. And we're going to go through a lot of different recruits. Shout out to Rob G, LA Mom, Ed, Skipper, good to see you, Dex, Billy the Kid. Type by for yes, type in for no if you can hear me loud and clear. Van, what's good, man? Um, next thing. Are there any other players that else you could pick up? We talked about Cohen Eccles. We talked about Dominic McKinley. We talked about Terry Bussey. But the truth is, there's not really a whole lot of room for other players uh, to come in. This is a huge recruiting class. Remember, it was just a few years ago that you could only bring in 25 LSU is at 27 players. Okay. 27. So this class is massive. Now, what I want you to do right now in the chat, I want to actually talk about Trey as great because he is a thumbnail image. It is crazy that this kid just started playing football. You obviously want tight ends with basketball backgrounds. It's obviously awesome. But you have got to look at the catch radius. It is absolutely incredible. One of my favorite things about Tradez Green coming in is this is going to push Camarion Pimpton to take his game to the next level. Because Trade as Green and Kamarion Pimpton are very similar players. Can a player like that work in Mike Dimbrock offense? Absolutely, it can. Mike Dimbrock is the tight ends coach himself. So he wants more tight ends on the field. He wants that to be a part of this class. So I'm really freaking excited to see trade as green play. But what I want you to do, okay, we touched on this briefly, but now that you've gotten a chance to sleep on it, who is your guy in this class? Right now in the chat, give me your absolute best player in this recruiting class. Who do you think it is? I still go with Caden Durham. The production is just too much to deny at this point. And running back production, and I think running back success is a little bit more predictable. Okay? But... I'll tell you this, I'm feeling pretty good about a couple of these other players. Joel Rogers is a guy that has kind of flown under the radar. Relatively soft-spoken guy, played some amazing football. What's To Roby, he's going to go to Durham these are He's going to go with the Denham Springs kid McBride. Rambo says, what's the likelihood we keep Holly in Durham? I honestly think Trey Holly's success is going to come down to what Logan Diggs is going to do. Logan Diggs has tweeted out some cryptic stuff. So it makes me maybe he's not going to the NFL. I do think he's going to the NFL. I do. And I think it would be a good move for him. I really do. But I am just going to be real. I've got to go with Caden Durham. But today I opened this up on Twitter, and I am loving all the love I'm getting on Twitter lately. We're close to 2,000 followers. Okay, And I tweet a good amount, but I don't do a whole lot of like retweet farming and that kind of stuff. But this was one where I really wanted to get the responses before I actually got in uh, for the live stream today. Who is your sleeper for this crop? Now, a lot of you give me your best players. Who is your sleeper? Okay, you know Jelani Watkins doesn't get discussed a whole lot. Michael Turner, where exactly is he going to play? Brian Kelly had some interesting comments about Jawan Johnson. Where is his best position? Actually, there are a lot of guys that are multi-positional and multi-sport athletes. Okay, and here are this is um, this list is in order of their recruiting ranking. Danny says, "Hey, what about the kicker Aaron Burrell, who Brian Kelly mentioned crushed a sixty-two yarder in front of him?" Okay, so PJ Woodland, Colin Hurley, Woodland, Causey. Turner, Jesse, Russell, says Tylen Singleton is his underrated player. So it's a pretty fun crop. Pretty fun crop of players. Okay. Something else I think I'm going to like about this group, and Brian Kelly can kind of sell this to the class, is he could say, look, there's people saying that this recruiting class was a step down from the LSU standard. They say that you're not a top 10 recruiting class. That's one thing you can sell. Okay. Billy the King wants to talk some Joel Rogers. He's somebody that could fix the defense, Billy. Chance is going to go big hoss. Yeah. If you're Aaron Burrell, you're walking into a really good situation, right? If Ramos comes back, which I think he will, can he get beat out? I think Burrell is good enough to beat him out. Okay, I, there there is playing time up for grabs. Uh, Mick brings up Sean Washington. Yeah, it's going to go big, uh, big hoss. Dang, Darren Waller or Brandon Marshall? Man, I hope you're right about that. That would be absolutely insane. Um, we've had good tight ends at LSU. I'm not sure if we've ever just had like, like a freak of nature, like a, um, what was a George's tight end name? Number zero. His name was also Washington. Um, Carnell Washington. Let's see. But next thing about the recruiting class. Shout out to the staffers. John Randall Belton. All those guys, right? Sherman Wilson, uh, Barham, Will Redman, congrats to them. Now, the next thing. Who can play right away? Obviously, Caden Durham is going to get some looks right away. Brian Kelly also mentioned that 14 of the 27 coming in is going to be early enrollees. Who do I think could play right away? Well, I'm not going to give you individual players, but I will give you players that have a shot at certain positions. So I'll give you positions. How about that? The most obvious position where playing time is available is defensive back. That is the clear-cut most obvious position. All right, you, if you're a defensive back coming into this class, you couldn't have been given a more golden opportunity. We fielded an absolutely terrible secondary. Now, obviously, Zy Alexander will probably come back. Still, there is playing time up for grabs, in particular at safety. All right. Safety, you have a shot. Here's another position. Linebacker. Playing time is up for grabs. Immediately. Immediately. Not down the road, right now. Which other positions are available for immediate playing time? The Jack linebacker. Here's the truth. If you play the Jack linebacker and you're not an elite pass rusher, you're probably doing defense a disservice. Right? If you can get after the quarterback, if that is C.J. Jackson, if it's that's Collage Cobbins, if that's Jackson Howard entering his retro freshman year, that's what you'll play. You'll play a lot. Sean Womack. Okay? Now, offensively, Immediate playing time is available at receiver, tight end, and running back. All right. Wide receiver would probably be the toughest. Tight end would probably be pretty tough, but somewhat easy as well if we want to run more 12 personnel and running back. Okay. Let's go to Roby. Oh, this is going to be Ryan at Danny. She loves this. In three years, we went from playing a center from Harvard to the best offensive line group in the history of LSU football. Congratulations, Coach Brad. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And I was just going to give it to the first super chatter tonight. Roby is getting a BTJ card in the mail. Congratulations. And tonight... I went ahead and sent one of these Malik neighbors out uh, today. We'll send out another. If we get to a hundo tonight, big recruiting celebration, we will send uh, a Malik out. Um, To your point, with Brad Davis, he's not done yet. He might get a sixth offensive lineman. That was my favorite thing offensively about this class, even more so than trade as green or Caden Durham. It is harder to find offensive linemen in the transfer portal. J bud Davis's data backs that up. It is harder to find those guys. LSU brought in six offensive linemen when Cohen Eccles actually commits to LSU. All right. So, Really freaking excited about that. Now, is that just Brad Davis? No, it's Brian Kelly. That's Brian Kelly's biggest emphasis. He has made that very clear. And it's worked. Our offensive line recruiting and development has gotten a lot better. And I do think Marlon Martinez and Mississippi State is going to be a good player. So we are doing a good job developing and getting guys ready to go. And now... Offensive line snaps are going to be very competitive no matter what Charles Turner and Miles Frazier decides to do. I think Garrett Dellinger is coming back for sure. So, really pumped up. Really pumped up about the future of this offensive line. And here's something else. If your quarterback can't move or is not an elite runner, I think the importance of having an elite offensive line actually goes up. All right. So it's it's important to point that out. Now, the next thing I have personally not done my final rankings of everyone just yet. I started combing through some senior high school tapes and getting more information on these kids. I actually went through yesterday and shared how much I do like Devon Keys. But keep this in mind, no matter the season, every year, half of the kids that come in to any certain school do not pan out at LSU. So, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but now with the portal, there are more four stars and five stars that enter in and enter out. What I would include about that is LSU again. 23 of 27 players are from Louisiana or Texas. And some of these Texas guys have heavy Louisiana roots, right? So these are guys that really want to make it work out at LSU. Look at the kid who just entered the portal. It was Jackson McGohan. I think Jackson McGohans' gonna be a good player at Wisconsin. I really do think so. But he went to LSU. He um, had ties with uh, Mike Dimbrock, came to LSU, gave him good special teams reps this season. But he wasn't from here. He you was know, from the north. He entered the portal. But if you look, most of the players have stayed. Even guys that have entered the portal, they're like, yeah, I don't know if I want to go now. Fitzgerald West enters a portal, well, I want to play in the bowl game. Sage Ryan enters the portal, eh, I want to make it work. So, it's been a good day. It's been a really, really, really good day. All right? And that's the thing, Jesse. He says, I was hoping we can get some starting DBs in the portal, but a good class anyway. Not done. You got Jordan Gilbert. He's a starting level defensive back. I do expect some good portal news on Friday. I do expect. Um there to be more of the focus on transfers on Friday. Brian Kelly alluded to that in the in the press conference. but it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy um that that we are moving in the right direction. Now, this has all been positive. Let's talk about the negatives, okay. The first, we are not in the top 10. Now, is that the be-all end-all? No. No. What I would include about that, though, is historically teams that recruit in the top five nationally do have a better shot of winning a national championship. I would also tell you, though, that even though we're outside the top 10 LSU does have a high rate of four star recruits, which means the blue chip ratio is still relatively high for LSU. Okay. So they still have a really good blue chip ratio. They got a lot of these middle tier four stars. So you look at their recruiting rankings, it's a lot of guys in the mid 100s to 200s and 300s. Right. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. You still want to get mostly guys in the top. 100 to 125 but it's not to be all end all still it, it is something to point out the second thing i would say about the um this class today is we still need to get some transfers we do okay i i we still need to get some bonafide guys just because you're rebuilding class through just freshmen doesn't mean you don't need to go on the portal and get more guys which I think they're going to do but other than that i'm I'm fine with where we are now at this point in time normally in every recruiting class I can see someone where I'm like and eh, don't I don't know I, re- I really don't know why this player is ranked so high or, or or this, that, and the third, it, or how they're going to fit into the SEC football realm. You know, you kind of are able to point out if you look really closely with every recruiting glass. Up to this point, and once again, I'm still very early in looking at all of this. I actually do feel good about a lot of these players. I really do. I really do. And, you know, I also want to point this out, even though this is just an LSU focus, did you see what happened at some of these other schools? Florida recruited nationally. They got all these great players from all around the country, a ton of top 100 guys. They all flipped today. They all flipped. <clears throat> now, not all, all. I think they were able to keep their five star quarterback, but they got massacred. They were number three nationally, before the season began. Remember, most of the kids uh, commit before the season began. They lost all of it. They went from, like, number three all the way down to number 15. It's wild. Absolutely wild. Arkansas had a tough day. There are some schools that melted down today, and we were not one of them. Let's go to Jack. Thank you so much, Jack, for the Super Chat. Hey, Carter, do you think we can land Bussy or McKinley? At this point, I would lean towards Terry Bussey committing to LSU. Dominic McKinley, not so sure. LSU has done what they could do. They sent their two top dogs to an in-house visit. Brian Kelly and Frank Wilson. do not get bigger than that. Okay? They sent their head coach and their recruiting coordinator. In a hot spot during the recruiting season. If I were to pick one though, because you did say or, even though Dominic McKinley is in Louisiana, even though we are in a spot that LSU could land both of them, Terry Butsey is a big time football player. Dominic McKinley, I think, still needs to work, but He's a top five-star defensive lineman. You got to you gotta take the bet. I think Terry Bussey's pretty big time. I really do. And I think he could be that on offense or defense. Let's go to Jason. Thank you so much, Jason, with a very generous super chat. I really appreciate you. Appreciate your support. Let's keep it going. I feel like we have to get recruits more playing time so they can develop into better players so he can constantly be recruiting and developing. Also got another super chat here from Van. How did Florida do today they got absolutely destroyed We'll get back to Florida in just a second I'll go through their class and what that means for us okay because there is something from that, that 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 matters. Let me start with this so okay first we did hit the hundo mark and I feel like this is I, I Jason I think you've super chatted for me big before congratulations Jason you're gonna get him a elite neighbor's card in the mail. It'll go straight to you, man. All you got to do, Jason, is send me an email, powerhoursu at gmail.com. Now, I, I, I want to give you a little bit of insight. I spoke to someone I trust, my, my number one most trusted person. Got on the phone with them today because this super chat deserves this insight because it does matter. LSU has the money to get the the, the big transfers. They do. And they're going to need to spend it. But I would highly recommend you go back and listen to the very beginning of this after this stream is over. This was intentional. Okay? It was intentional to rebuild this class via high school recruiting. It was intentional. Get some young guns in here that are hungry. Sure, they can just enter the portal. And sure, we don't know if they can play yet. But that doesn't mean they're not going to go get some transfers. Now, why do I think that's important? Well, if you don't bring in as many ready-made transfers, guess what, Jason? Your super chat comes true. Your super chat comes true. You get more immediate playing time for the young guns. Also, something else, and I just want this to be known. It's not that LSU did not like the 2024 crop. They do this is why patience is going to be very important. They are really high on the 2025s, really high. If you follow Louisiana recruiting, the 2025s and very early look, the 2026, pretty loaded. There are some guys that I do like a lot, um, even though I've not watched a whole lot of them. Are actually some middle tier guys that I've watched in the 2025 class. That I love D Ford is one of them. Appalusia stand up, but they really like the 2025s, and I think a lot of resources are going to be used on on the 2025s. But yes, I, I I think immediate playing time should be dished out more quickly, Jason. The idea that players develop over time and magically, out of nowhere, just get better doesn't really happen as much as you probably think it does. Like, if you don't see anything in year one or year two, it's probably not working out. And I felt like this year, to your point, Jason, We played too many guys that were struggling, and we did not move the younger guys, okay? Now, some of that is wit Weeks, okay? But he did have the gash in his foot. Kind of a weird thing, though, because there were some players that were like, hey, free 40, we need to play him. But look, our starting corners in the bowl game are going to be Ashton Stamps and Javion Troviano. Okay, I think Jackson Howard's gonna get a chance to play a lot in this bowl game. So you you I think you're gonna get your wish, A lot of true freshmen are gonna play. And once again, half the class is enrolling early. Now, let's go to Van. You guys know there's nothing more I love than a Florida meltdown. Billy Napier had a really tough day today. Okay. B- Billy Napier had a really, really, really tough day today. Let me pull up the 2024 LSU recruiting commits, okay? And you'll see right here, we are sixth in the SEC, all right? You'll see Florida. I'll put this up on the screen for Van. And we'll get more into the general SEC side of things. Alabama had a freaking killer day. Georgia had a killer day. They were able to flip KJ Bolden. I have a theory on that. I think when Dylan Rayola didn't commit, they went to KJ Bolden and said, Hey, we'll give you what we were going to give Rayola. And KJ Bolden who was committed to Florida State, flipped to Georgia. He went to Buford, though. So you should go to Georgia if you're from Buford, right? Um, even though we've had a lot of Buford players, deep snappers in particular, and Mabanga, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, of course, had a awesome recruiting class. Also, love Sprint. Kind of a Dr. Pepper guy, though. I want to be in the Dr. Pepper chest toss contest. But see, Alabama, Texas, Auburn had a huge day today. Flipped a lot of those Florida recruits. LSU as well. No five stars, though. All right. We are the only school in the top nine that has no five stars. But that's going to change with Terry Bussie and Dominic McKinley. Patience is important. So Florida today absolutely got massacred. There's just no other way around it. Okay. And O'Brien's Brian's point, Florida State looks to be just better right now. When does Terry announce Terry Bussy? That won't be until February, though I understand it. But he could commit early. He, he could. He could say my intent is to sign um, now. Follow up here. Do I think Billy Napier's job is safe without today? Win the tough schedule next season. That's the issue. Okay, I don't know why they scheduled all these difficult teams. You don't have to play UCF. You don't. I, that doesn't make any sense. So, you got to play Gus Mountzon and Mike Norvell. And you got an SEC schedule. You got to play with all these. I mean, just look at all the talented play callers that got to go in next year. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So, I really appreciate it. Let's keep those $50 super chats up. I love it. <laughs> uh, but, Van, to answer your question, it was a tough day for Florida. Really good day for us. Really good day. Was it a spectacular day? No. But it was a really good day. Really, really, really good day. Um, Spectacular would be Echols, Kinley, and Bucky all coming along. Really good day. Really good. It's good enough for me. All right? And if these guys turn out to be what we expect them to be, it's going to turn out to be freaking spectacular. Y'all, I, I don't think you guys understand a call from my lovely wife earlier. We're having chicken quesadillas today. Oh, chicken quesadillas. It's cold. Are you getting off? It's cold. No. Am yeah. I getting off? Later <laughs> <Letter> tonight. No, no, Joe. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um there you go Jason. We'll send it to you. And then we got Z Baby coming in hot for the signing day. She's in for the signing day, buddy. Let's see. OP okay, oh, in the house. Mama's fried chicken. Okay. Let's go. Baby loves a mama fried chicken lemonade. I don't eat chicken. But the lemonade, lemonade's trick fire. Small chance at a top five finish. Let's go. Next. And by getting off, she meant like where we're going on a sleigh ride later with the dog on a sleigh and like getting off the sleigh. That's what that was a a, a reference to. Um Jordan wants Kobe Matthews. Huh? 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 I like that you spelled it correctly though. The one T with Matthews that's always gotten me um but yeah, to answer your question, ASAP to go along with Van Super Chat, is Billy Napier's job safe? No, but then again, here here's what really sucks about it because they're not a lot like us. They don't have a defensive line coach. I mean, we have one, but what what what's the situation with Jimmy Lindsay? I don't know. I don't know, but Florida. Have not named a defensive line coach. They are looking actually at a former LSU guy, Gerald Chapman. Right? He is a um, he's a defensive line coach at Tulane. He used to be a a coach for us. So could it be that Billy Napier gets him? I don't know. But he kind of sat on his hands and he lost some defensive line players because they're like, "Well, I don't know who my coach is going to be." But I don't know. It was a tough. It was a tough day for him. But next thing. How do I feel about Brian Kelly's recruiting choices? I feel pretty good about it. I've seen um, some special plays made by some of these recruits, and it gets me excited. It really, really, really does. I've also seen some dogs, some guys that have that in them. I will tell you this though, just by judging how the Twitter poll went, spoke to someone in the know at LSU, I'm going to give you the name, all right, it's kind of weird, normally this doesn't go hand in hand, right, I'm going to give you the name to circle, out of all the lower tiered players. I'm even going to pull up his profile here really quickly, and we can have an adult conversation about this young man who was just named the Gatorade Player of the Year in his state. Okay? That name is P.J. Woodland. All right? This is the guy that has tickled the fancy of quite a few people. All right, And this is a strip three-star. Rivals has him as a four-star. But P.J. Woodland, 5'11", 155. He's long, even though it doesn't sound too long, and he doesn't sound too big. That has been the guy that has been mentioned the most. I got a lot of Ahmad Bros on that Twitter poll, but P.J. Woodland... Is a guy that most people have circled, and he's out of Mississippi. Okay, so just wanted to include that. All right, just wanted to. All right, does BK get rid of the DB coaches? Your wish is uh, not your command, unfortunately, Skipper. I do, I do think they need to make some change somewhere on the defense. May it seem like it. Jesse says, "Carter, if we fire Madhouse, will that affect recruiting? Well, everyone signed. You know, everybody has has given their signature. So, would some recruits feel some type of way about that? Well, offensive recruits wouldn't, and that's not their side of the football. But defensive recruits, I don't know. Are you recruiting to?" the school or are you recruiting to the university? You should always recruit to the university. All right. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't freak out too about, much um, about, uh, if Matt has gone, that is the move that I want Brian Kelly to make. Now, is that a little bit misleading? You know, signing recruits and then firing the coach after the case. I don't think so. I don't think that's misleading. It obviously just depends on how the conversations went. But it's normal. It it happens all the time. People, you know, quit uh, all the time. People get fired all the time. It's the nature of the business. OK. But it, it's it's also kind of tricky because. I, I, and, and this is not Intel. Do not, do not take this as Intel, but I do think the, uh, the Jimmy Lindsay situation is, um, is, is one that's very unique, right? Because if I were Madhouse, I I could go to BK and say, Hey, you know, we had to, we had to move guys around. I mean, what, what do you want me to do? I, I didn't have my defensive line coach. This was a guy that I really wanted. It was an ncc level defensive line coach who came over. But like 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 Jordan astutely points out, it's a it's a unique situation. Um and as Jared points out, he doesn't think house leaving would affect anything. Now I want to include one more thing. All right. I know Van, you know, talked about the SEC rankings of these classes. I don't want to start a firestorm here tonight because it's just not really what I want to do. Okay. Obviously Florida had a really tough day today, but another school that had a good day, but not a great day was Texas A&M, right? They're ranked 13th nationally, but eighth in the SEC. They, they, Actually have a good class, all things considered, when they, um, you know, had a coach transition here. But, man, with what they lost in the portal, I mean, hell, you're, you're in Texas. You should have good recruiting classes. You have money, and, and you're and you're in Texas. Um, didn't really shock me that Texas A&M had a tough day. It didn't. All right? But I, I just wanted to point that out. It was a good day for us. Next, Gerard says he gives this class a C-plus. I would love some specifics. Why would you give this class a C-plus? Brian Kelly talked and mentioned just a wide-open question about one recruit. They're like, hey, is there any – it was a very good question. Is there any recruit that just kind of shocked you? He said Aaron Burrell. Could we see a change at kicker? We don't talk special teams a whole lot on here. Okay. Just point that out. Let's go to Hemi Herc. He says it looks like Brian Kelly's recruiting philosophy is he would rather take five three stars and five four stars and coach them up and recruit three five-star recruits and teach them how to behave at L.A., what do I think? Well, this starts with a semi-false premise that all five-stars act radically or they're they're divas. But it is an interesting point, right? Do you want guys that you know for sure are going to be locked in? Or do you want guys that will be looking out the door the, the second they have an opportunity to go? Something else to point out is five star recruits who demand a premium, right? On three of the recruiting sites, and these five stars have nil value attached to their names, and they're like, "Hey, this is what we want." There's always potentially going to be someone out there to, to, to pay it. Always potentially kind of an oxymoron, but more often than not, there's someone that's that that will be willing to pay twenty k extra, thirty k extra, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've i gotten a lot of questions about Evan Stewart because of his – because of that tweet I posted about Garrett Nismire. Um So there you go. Okay, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Jason says, my wife said the card is worth at least $100 for the f- pure joy it will bring my 12-year-old card collector. So you know how it goes. Happy wife, happy life. Well, there you go, Jason. I'll, I'll throw in some extras just for you, man. That's good. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Um, super Chats are how I pay the bills, and that goes a long way. I appreciate you and Van and every single other Super Chatter tonight, Roby and Jack K. Uh, so there you go. But there you go, Mason. Any topic you want to get to with your next Super Chat, we'll go straight to it. Joseph says, "What transfers do I think we have the best chance to get?" That's a great question. Uh, we're talking about Evan Stewart. Um, you know that 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 would be interesting. Obviously, it'd be another receiver to add to this room. But if we're being honest, Evan Stewart quit on Texas A and M. He didn't even travel to the LSU game. Really, he didn't travel. I mean, play with your brothers one last time in Death Valley. You're telling me that game didn't mean anything to you? Maybe Brian Kelly would see that as a... "Mm." I thought it was interesting myself. And I like Evan Stewart. I would take him in a heartbeat. But you need to ask the question long and hard. Is that someone you want? Is that somebody that can really take us to the next level? And he is. Talent-wise, he is. And he's proven more on the field than what a Denver Harris has proven and whatnot. But you know, maybe maybe that's not someone that 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 Brian Kelly really wants. But I am interested. I am. Okay. First thing is making contact. I'm sure his phone is blowing up. Jared, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um There you go. LSU women's basketball has got the W. Congratulations. Glad Angel Reese got her flowers today. That was really cool. It's a good question right here. Redmond shoebox, And this was honestly uh, a narrative that was surrounding this LSU crop throughout this cycle. Wouldn't it be fair to say that this is the so-called down year in Louisiana recruiting rankings-wise? Not so much a reflection of BK's recruiting philosophy. So, this is a very good question. Was this a down year? Yes and no, right? Like, you take a look at like, top 50 guys in the state of Louisiana. There was two. There's was Trey De Green, Dominic McKinley. Let's take Will Campbell's year. All right, Will Campbell's year. It was Will Campbell, Walker Howard, Jacoby Matthews, and Aaron Anderson. Right. So there were more top 50 guys in that crop all right, than there was in, in this crop. But overall, it was about what you would expect. Roughly every Louisiana recruiting class has anywhere from 13 to 19 four star recruits or better. That's about where it normally is. Is a 2025 crop of Louisiana talent better? It probably will be. Same thing for 2026 with their early recruiting rankings with that. But what I would also tell you is one thing that kind of hurt the narrative surrounding this class. Well, it's simple. There wasn't a whole lot of flash. Okay. A lot of the kids that LSU recruited and got committed are quiet. They were drama free. Like I said. This recruiting class will forever be known as the Mary J. Blige recruiting class. No drama. There was none. No, no, no fax machine. No, this and this and this and this and here comes a crow bringing in the s- slip of paper telling me where I'm going to go. There was none of that. So I think that was part of it as well. Deshaun McBride committed relatively early. Trade as Green uh, relatively. Early, There was no Mason Smith commits on the day of signing. Sage Ryan commits on the day of signing. 27 kids signed. All 27 signatures were in by 1 p.m. 25 of those were in by 10 a.m. All right? So, the bottom line is we got the job done. And congrats to ASAP. Louisiana alumni. We have a photo somewhere ASAP. ASAP was at one of our PHL meetups at the Greek Amphitheater. That was one of my favorites. It was a good, um, it, it, it it was a really good one. Let's go to Rodney's Super Chat. Nick Saban is like a, I, I wish I was smart enough to comprehend what this word means. Um, is there anyone smart enough to know this? Rodney, <laughs> uh, if he knows that you have instability in your program, such as coaching uncertainty, he's combing for your recruits. He is. That's why he almost got say Ryan a few years ago. All right. we had a bunch of volatility with our program. All right. The college point here, Louisiana kids living in Texas because of Katrina. That's true, right? Harold Perkins was one of those uh, a few years ago. Oh, you think uh, uh, vulture, a uh, recruiting vulture? Okay. Okay, that makes that makes a little bit more sense. I I, uh, uh, I was like voltute. What is a voltute? Voltute sounds like it's a like a very fancy word. Oh, my God. ha. <laughs> toot is when a Tennessee man farts, right? If uh, Peyton Manning passes gas, that is a fault toot. Okay. And honestly, ask yourself this question. It's a small sample But I know you guys have seen this because you watch LSU football each and every week. The five stars, a good bit of them, I'm not given the ROI that a five-star normally gives you, right? Most of the massive ROI given to this program have been the middle tier four stars over the past couple of seasons or the guys that are like top 100 four stars. Okay. So just wanted to throw that out there. Lots of five stars who have not given five star production. Is there something to that? Not really. I mean it's a small sample and five stars elsewhere have done really well. But maybe that maybe that is something. Okay. Jason Superdad says we need to go get Will Mushamp. All right. Jason, you know I love you. Will Muschamp has won a national championship as a defensive coordinator at LSU. If he came here, what would he have to prove? He's coached at Texas, coached at Florida, coached at South Carolina, coaching at Georgia. Okay? now Will's done a really good job at Georgia. But, yeah, he's been a special teams coordinator there. It's just hard, man. I, I I get the line of thinking, though, but it would feel too plenty-ish, if that makes sense, Jason. So, there you go. I will say this. I would be open to Aranda, but he's going back next season. One name I do want to put out there, though, all right, that would immediately be hired by Brian Kelly, no questions asked. As the next LSU defensive coordinator, if Vanderbilt fired Clark Lee, Mouse would need to start searching for houses elsewhere. Because I think that's where Brian Kelly would want to go. It would make sense, right? So Cole, Cole's that with your idea, Jason, with Muschamp. So maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe Jason, maybe I'm wrong. But I just want to point that out there that if Clark Lee were to get canned, he would he would immediately become the number one candidate immediately. Um, at the and at the game. I would. Y'all be proud of me. Got a four-miler in today. I'm so washed up, though. 10-minute, 30-second miles. I've got to pick up the pace, man. I used to crush those eight-minute miles consistently. This, he says, Alex Grinch. Jesse, do you, does Jesse deserve it blocked after that? It is interesting to bring that up. Talking about programs melting down, USC's had a few weird... Weird things happen to it. Tacky Curtis being one of them. So there you go. Now, here's what we're going to do? Tonight's drawing me the hour-long live stream, but there's 223 of you in here. I don't mind keeping going for the next 15 to 20 minutes. But if you super chat, we'll keep it going. Okay? We will keep it going. All right. Great player and even better young man. Love you, Dubug. Welcome, Dick. I, I, am, am I? Am I Dubug? Uh, uh, let's go to Gerard. Or, or is it, I think it's Jared. Jared says I gave this class a C plus because of not getting enough defensive linemen and losing Kai Bates and Andre Evans. I get it. Everybody loses some, but I wish they kept Bates. All right. So let me ask you this, Jared, is it your lack of belief in Causey and Woodland or is it you loving Kai Bates and Andre Evans, right? I think one thing that kind of fed Brian Kelly up was, you know, Andre Evans was a guy that he personally recruited. Right. There, there was a very viral photo of BK and Andre Evans at a, at a camp and LSU was like one of his first big, big, big offers. And this was when Andre Evans was still a three star catapults up to like a top 104 star. And he immediately, not immediately, but he flips to Georgia. Okay. And then Kai Bates, you recruit him like crazy and he flips. I don't even remember where he ended up going. I think it was Tennessee or something like that. Um, You know, I, I I actually did like both of them when I watched them. I I, I did like both of them, and Andre Evans athletically is unfreakingbelievably gifted, right? He is. He looks like a Division one corner. What I will tell you with with Evans in particular, there's still a lot of growth there, right? Like athletically, he's ready to play SEC football right now. But you know, I, I spoke to someone close to him. Actually, someone close to him reached out to me and was. Asking me to to do more film study on him, right? And give him, give him my opinion. And my opinion was still the same. I like to take a bet on athleticism, even if you are a little raw, but the system he played in was not a due to SEC level defensive back play. So there is still, there, there would be a lot of fixing that would need to be done before he would be fully SEC ready to go, right? But there you go. Uh, here's a quote from uh, an LQB on A.J. Swan. All right. So this was um, – you guys want I, – I get a pretty cool response here from someone that's played – uh, the position. So, here's what I'll do on the AJ Swan commitment because one of you asked about AJ Swan a little bit earlier. I will play this clip really quick, or really quickly, just for all of us to be on the same page. I'm not going to play the full film study here, but I want to show you this clip. And I actually sent to an LSUQB and he broke it down for me. So, let's go. Let's chat some AJ Swan. Just a quick little look see right here. Um, This throw in particular, right, was a huge part of the LSU offense last year. And it's very difficult uh, to complete these types of throws on a consistent basis, right? And the funny thing about it was LSU... So, there you go. So, I just got this back here. Say, I love the clip. Perfect throws on those inside fades are the perfect man-beater throws, um, but he said he's not watching enough video to give me his full eval on that. So, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, that you know, we're able to get that insight. And I think that's why Swan was brought in. He's proven to be able to make those kinds of throws. Uh, Tommy, thank you for the super head. Tommy, you go right on ahead. Everybody welcome Tommy Brooks to the channel. Thanks so much, Tommy. Um, uh, I don't think Tommy's ever super chatted before. I really appreciate you, man. Danny says, on three now has LSU at number 10. Oh, okay. Hey, I just looked at it a minute ago. So we are top 10. Well, yeah, of course, Cole. This is part of it. That's One of my goals is to build one of the smartest LSU fan bases we possibly could. All right. Um. And every single one of you have football knowledge. Yeah, Brian Kelly can't recruit. I ain't thought something. Here's the thing about the Brian Kelly can't recruit. I know you're saying that sarcastically, but here's the thing I, I always say about that. It's probably never been his strength, which is recruiting, but that's why he came to LSU. It's easier to recruit here. It's easier to get the four and five stars from there. There you go. Now look at Alan in here. Good to see you again, Alan. Alan. I appreciate all your recent support. You've been awesome lately. Oh, you you're 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 not being sarcastic. Okay. Danny Gold, uh tweet me, okay. The list oh, on my power Hour LSU account? Okay. All right, we are number ten. They just haven't. Um, they just haven't updated the actual actual numbers. Okay. Dead I Jed says she needs to recruit thumpers on defense that hit players so hard their grandma feel it. What what did grandma do to you? I mean, I don't want my grandma. My grandma's the, the one that's still alive. She's she just turned ninety eight. I don't I don't want her to feel the bad it to be like weeks just blindsided her. I mean god. Ray says twenty twenty five. Watch out for the twenty twenty fives. Okay. Still no elite classes. Just wait for the twenty twenty fives to come through, baby. Elite for LSU standards is not number 10. I would I would I would agree with that. But what was last year? After it was pretty good. We're getting there. Okay, it's a different game now. Let's go to Tyler. Tyler, hope you're feeling better, man. Um, and by the way, you know, Tyler shows up. He's rocking the PHO merch. Two things really quickly before I get to the tacky Curtis question here. Okay. Go to com slash shop. Uh, as you can see, Tyler's rocking the merch. Okay, I got i know on as well. Go to PowerLSU.com slash shop. It goes a long way. All right? And we were fifth last year. Uh, my opinion on Tacky Curtis is is, is a following. He, he struggled. Um, but that was always my thing about Tackett Curtis. He played in a system at Mania, Louisiana, and it's what they should have done. They honestly put him at safety and just said, go find the ball and and destroy whoever has the football. And obviously when you go to division one college power five, boy, you can't just, you, you can't just tell someone, Hey, chase down whoever, you know, it's just not how it works. Athletically though, he is really gifted. Really, really good. It's kinda of like Andre Evans a minute ago, right? It, it's what you want the recruits to, to to look like, right? Dude is the machine. So yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm totally down, especially since two of his friends are um, joining this class, big hoss in Thailand. Okay. Oh, BTS BT, tough. That's a that's a deep cut right there. Uh what's well, interesting, Brian? There's the interesting fact. I was there for both of them. Um, obviously the cam run was special. It just depends which run you're talking about, though, for Florida. Are you talking about the 85 yarder up to the line? Or are you talking about mean there's so many J runs for them Florida game you could you could pick. Uh, are you talking about the one where he juked everyone and at the 20-yard line he was looking back at everyone? I'm going to go with that one just because that one – the the scale of joy was one side to the other. But I will tell you this. I I was a young buck at that time for the Cam Newton one. I was in the press box, and Paul Feinbaum was in the press box. And I said hi to Paul Feinbaum, and I was young. I was like, oh, that's the biggest guy out there. All right, I was nervous. And I was like, I want to be Paul fine I want to have a national show. And he didn't have like SEC now, he was he was just the guy though, still at that time. And he's even bigger now, of course. I went up to him, talked to him, talked to him for 10-15 minutes. And I was driving home from the game, and I got an email from him. And the funny thing was, is I did not give him my email. I didn't. I had no idea how he got my email. And he sent me one, he said, Hey, I really appreciate you. Come by and say hi. Definitely a cool story. Now, I saw Paul Paul at the SEC championship game. Here's the actual photo from that. Now I need to know from Paul, when am I getting back on the show? Show some love to the little guy. Powerlsu dot com slash shop. You gotta mean mug the photo though. We'll take a few more here. The a majority of the class was a 2017 recruiting class. Here's something else about the 2017 recruiting class. It is the best recruiting class of all time at LSU, I would say. You can make a case for the Marcus Spears class. That was crazy. But, you know, recruiting rankings were a little bit different than than, than now. The 2017 recruiting class is the best ever at LSU in terms of hit rate, right? I I think two out of every three in that class I would consider to be a hit, and that is a 66% clip, and it's the highest. Okay. Um, Normally it's around 50, low in 40. Okay. Let's go to Jesse with the super. If we hire DC, would you consider a guy who's never been a FITS coordinator before? Or is that a definite no and Merry Christmas? There you go. Mari Christmas. Mari. Jesse, you are not Santa Claus. Huh? Huh? Uh, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you, Jesse. If we hire a defensive coordinator, would you consider a guy who's never been a defensive coordinator before? No, you got to get somebody with experience. In, I in, I don't, I, I just keep I get somebody with experience. Um, once again, th- this is what I always say about the LSU defensive coordinator job. This is what I'll always say about every LSU job that ever comes available. This is a destination job. Or you're going to get paid $1 million a year to not deal with the media and just call plays. Obviously, you got to recruit, obviously, got to develop, but that is your main job. You get a million dollars a year to coach ball. Now, you're going to get your name drugged through the mud if you can't do Jack Swat. And a lot of your success and your name being drugged through the mud comes down to. Guys making tackles, making plays. But that's what you sign up for. So you're telling me I could leave my job to get a Sun Belt head coach's job salary and get a job with stability with a Hall of Fame coach who will let me call my defense? I mean, who wouldn't want that job, right? And you got talent that will oftentimes be better than the other team's talent. Yeah, you know, I've been on a been on an EDM kick lately. I, I I can't quit listening to EDM. Slander Pop also said we're in the top ten in two four seven composite, so we do have a top ten class. Notre Dame. As an elite class, hey, look, Marcus Freeman's killed it in recruiting. I mean, he's taking them to the next level. Okay. Now, we'll take a few more here. Once get a few super chat, we'll keep it going. I understand it's signing day. Some of you might have gotten your question in. If you're watching this and you haven't. You know, mustered up the courage to ask a question. Don't worry. Ask it. Type it out. If you don't know how to do it on YouTube, you can tweet it, at CarterThePower, the Power at PowerLSU. goes a long way. Forget if you want to get some fantasy football drafts in for the NFL playoffs, don't forget about our friends at Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, promo code Carter. Okay, make sure you type that in. All right. And that helps your boy in a major way how to type in that promo code. They'll give you deposit match bonus. Okay. Underdog Fancy, shout him out. Okay. Jimbo Crystal Ball, you're right about that. Yeah, Todd, we I mean, I don't know if we'll be top five next year, but we gotta be better. We just we just gotta be better. I even though they have been consistent flops, I I am down to being a portal linebacker. I would have loved the portal linebacker from Georgia. And he went to Kentucky. Okay, but then again, you know, the portal linebacker from Georgia had some speeding issues, right? What the heck happened? kind of a weird situation got outplayed by a true freshman this year maybe maybe he's regressed with uh, some of the injuries he's had um so let's see hey don't want quitters okay let's see Happy for my friends at the Golden Boot Jason Ridgel. going to Houston shout out to him and Simper sucky, is it's not getting here what's up Sam I didn't I think I think I shouted you out earlier. I'm trying to remember there's so many of you in here It's Sunday. Let's go. oh yeah, Tyler in the Louisiana Tech. it Blake Baker. But if you're Blake Baker or what Missouri's been able to do, do you want to leave Mizzou? He would for LSU. <laughs> in in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. So there you go. Now, I appreciate each and every one of you. We can go and Smith will more than likely be back. Okay. Corey Ford and Mason Smith are good buddies. Was Corey Foreman actually good? His USC film was brutal, but maybe a change of scenery would do him some good. I'm, I'm da- down for some Corey Foreman chatter. I'm down. Maybe he wasn't given the right opportunity. Maybe it was Ouch Grinch's system that didn't fit Corey's skill set. You know, Some of those things might be true. You know, with the Ouch system, nobody looked good. So I'm down for bringing in the number one ruler in the country and giving him a fresh start and playing with a friend. Okay? So BT wants Jim Leonard. I'm down with that as well. Big chat up. Once again, Jason takes home the Super Chat crown. Rodney, Ty never got his question. Jesse, Jared A, Jack K, and Roby. I appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget, join our Patreon. And you will get my full transfer portal grades. The grades are up. Patreon.com slash LSU football. Sage minus back gauge. Uh, there is no SCC West next year. None. All right, y'all. I'll be chatting in our Discord. Join our Patreon. I'll be there right now. In our Discord. We'll see you there. And oh, our LSU. Boom. Yeah, Rick, to me this, I, I'm down. I'm down to chat about this. And tonight. Oh, yeah, we'll be live tomorrow night at 815. Tonight. doing chicken quesadillas carvis what's up man let's freaking go